0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Now tuned in to the mother uh uh-uh, greatest.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Happy thir- happy Thursday, everybody. I almost said Friday, but I ain't do
3: it.
2: <laughs> hey Lee, how you doing, girl? Good, I'm good, I'm good Fresh off an awesome weekend we had in the ATL With the Atlanta Kickback and 556 Book Chicks Book Club It was a phenomenal affair And if you guys were lucky enough to be in the area And you showed up and showed out We so thank you for joining us And we look forward to it next year, Leash. Absolutely You know, I was saying T and I are We love what we do It's not a lot of times that you get to do something that you love, something that makes you passionate, something that you enjoy. And Mm -hmm. I just, we love it. We love what we do. And when we went to the Mm -hmm. kickback, let me tell y'all, it was, experience was just, if you were a writer, it made you want to write. You know what I'm saying? If you were a reader, Mm -hmm. it made you want to seek new new adventures to read about. I mean, there were authors right. there from almost every genre. Shout out to 556 Book Chicks, that is the book club in Atlanta. They do mm-hmm. a they did an awesome, awesome job. I went to the kickback last year, this year it was even bigger than it was last year. Over 200 mm-hmm. authors. Awesome. Awesome mm-hmm. job, ladies. It really was. And uh and it just made you like you said, Leish, Maybe you want to step out of your, your regular genre that you read and just explore a new world because sometimes what I enjoy in reading a good book is taking me out of my present element and exposing me to things that, that only an author's vivid and, and wildest imagination can convey. So that's one of the beautiful things I love about reading. Um, sometimes you just want to step back and step out of the world that you're presently in and enjoy a really good book. And there were so many available on Saturday, thanks to 556 Book Chicks Book Club. So we hope you got your read on, got some new material, and sitting back and enjoying Leisha and I show Let's chat because, you know, we do what we do, like we say, because we love it. So we thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We had our table there. People were coming to look for us it was awesome. It was really, really awesome. And the one thing about book clubs, there are so many that a lot of authors don't know about. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that book clubs are, they are the heartbeat of the industry because they allow everybody's um, dream, everybody's passion to have legs because mm-hmm. they present that word of mouth. they they the, They're the engine for the word of mouth. And it was just awesome. If you don't know book clubs in your area, if you're not sure, reach out, find out. Um, it's an awesome experience. I posted on my page uh, a couple a couple of weeks ago, and about just book clubs just shouting themselves out, and it was so many book clubs that were looking for authors in certain genres. Some didn't know what authors were in their city. And all I simply did was say, such and such meets such and such. They're a Christian author. Such and such meets such and such. This is an erotic author. This is a Mm -hmm. um, sci-fi author. I just was able to introduce readers and authors, and that's really what we love about Let's Chat. This is a free platform that we offer to people, and we do it. Because we have a passion for the pen, we have a passion for the craft itself, and we are avid readers as well, exactly. We are readers first and foremost, and for those that are not familiar with what we do here on let's chat, just to give a little bit of background on this and I and why we do what we do, but here on let's chat, we celebrate literature, no matter what the genre may be, and not only literature, we celebrate passion for what I guess. Um, bring to the table, bring to the chat room. And it's our opportunity to present to our listeners their passions because you never know who may be listening and may be feeling just a little little bit of what, you know, need that push and to, to experience the journey that our guests have gone through. So we love bringing that to the chat room. Now we allow everyone to experience that on a very intimate a very intimate and close knit environment. We just enjoy you guys to come in and just kick your feet up, uh get your get your music going, listening to our show, get your red cup. But uh we don't judge. We don't know what's in that cup. As long as you are enjoying the show and you're able to one click whether it be music, whether it be a book, whether it be a a, a song, whether it be a product Whatever it is that we are sharing with you guys here on Let's Chat on any given night, we hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, And if you're new, you know, make sure you go back and check out our archives because they are so rich with talent and knowledge and just a fun-filled, wonderful set of archives. You could pick any show and you'll be happy with it. We've had some phenomenal people on our show from people that have actually been on the red carpet going into uh, premieres, giving Leisha and I a little time before they go and and share that time with the world. So check them out. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Make sure you head over to either archives here on blogtalk.com, or you can actually go over to iTunes. You can also pull us up as a podcast on any podcast app. Uh, we enjoy it. If you would like to be a guest on Less Chat, or if you're an independent artist and you would like to your music to be played on Less Chat, just send your request to thechatradioshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a great show tonight, Lee. You know, we got a little bit of the, the sports world bringing it to the literature world. You know, I love that. You know, I love me some sports, so I want you guys to kick back. We got a wonderful show on tap. Leisha has arranged a phenomenal list of guests, and, and one of them, he just comes in and just shows out and get Leisha and I all discombobulated, and that will be the, own, the one and only Peter Mack. <laughs> so we hope you guys are enjoying. You know, he's going to come up here and shake things up because that's what Mr. Mack do, and he does it so well, and that's why we love him. <laughs> Absolutely. We also have the fabulous blogger, Sister Chick, and we have retired NBA player, motivational speaker, philanthropist, author, Theo Ratcliffe. And let me tell y'all, just loving what we do, I actually met both of them um, at an event. I I, mm-hmm. I love the events that I go to, and I met his PR person, and I actually um, met Book Chick, I'm sorry, Sister Chick at the um, uh, at another event, and it's just awesome just to, to be able to hear people's story. A lot of times, people don't have word of mouth when they're new at what they're doing, and not even just when they're new, because we have a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. that come on the show, and a lot of times I find, especially with celebrities, they do so much. Um, but grassroots, a lot of us don't know what they do because we only see Mm -hmm. just a surface of it. And Mm -hmm. that's why I love the fact that a lot of celebrities that have come on the show, they've always been very welcoming. They've always been willing to share their time, and I just really, really, really appreciate it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's just a a testament to everyone having that passion and just sharing that passion. And, um, I'm looking forward to, to, to talking to Mr. Ratliff because, you know, he plays basketball and that's, that's close to my heart at least, you know, how I am about my sports. And, uh, I do recall Mr. Ratliff playing some, some b-ball when I was, uh, uh, I'm just going to say when I was a little younger, (laughs) he's I both. (laughs) And, um. And I'm excited also to speak to Sister Chick because, you know, we could get in here and have a girls' night, and we just have so much fun. So I'm gonna it's going to be exciting to get to know her as well. Absolutely, definitely. We met her at the uh, AAMBC Awards, so it was awesome to be able just to experience her energy um, and mm-hmm. to hear why it is that she does what she does and where the passion came from. And how it all started mm-hmm. We're going to take a brief break And then when we come back We'll be back with Theo Ratcliffe. Okay We're going to play a little bit of that um, Xavier Lewis, Georgia Clay Okay
4: What's in my tail on a nine-to-five Keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustlin' on the side for a bag of rice. Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep truckin' through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day. Gotta keep my faith till make way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planin' on call to the Florida shine, up to the Maryland D.C. line, back down South Red. From the bird is laid, not roots from mistakes I made. Mean.
2: Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to Writing and check us out. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, y'all. Welcome to Let's Chat. If you are just tuning in, I am Miss Fleisha. You know I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Today we are talking that talk about pushing past the obstacles. Absolutely. So we are excited. We have a fabulous show for you guys today. We have retired NBA player, motivational speaker, author, Theo Ratcliffe, coming to kick it with us in the chat room on today, as well as author and publisher, Peter Mack, and blogger, Sister Chick. So we are excited that you guys came to kick it with us in the chat room on today. We are waiting for Mr. Ratcliffe to roll into the Chat room. Hey T, are you excited? Cause you know you about that basketball life. <laughs> yes, I am, and and that's an interesting topic that you uh, gave us. Like pushing past the obstacles. Um, what what was it behind that that topic that that we that you're looking for tonight, Leash? Well, you know, I think that we all have obstacles that we have to go through in life, um, and a lot of times uh-huh. we have to push through them. You know, and sometimes right. it is hard. Sometimes the the road is rocky sometimes, it's a steep hill, steep mountains, the valleys is real steep. You know, it's always something going on. And mm-hmm. I think that all of our guests that we have on today, they all had to push mm-hmm. past some obstacle to get where they they want to get today. In order to be successful, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's a lot of work that's that's involved. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, you know, Lise, you know, listening to you and and what it is that you are talking about with our topic, sometimes those obstacles have to be in place in order for you to appreciate your your journey and also to get you stronger to where you have to be once you get past those obstacles. So that's interesting, and and I'm going to be interested to hear our guest's take on that. Exactly. There was a post up on Facebook, and it said that there is no elevator to success. Sometimes you have mm-hmm. to take the stairs, and the stairs can be those obstacles. So I'm excited um, mm-hmm. to hear what our guests have to say on today in the chat room. Mhm. Me too. And uh, that does make you go, hmm. Kind of make you wonder, like, what obstacles? Because sometimes on a daily basis, you can come, you can come up against an obstacle. And then, like I said a little bit ago, it just makes you stronger. And sometimes I appreciate those obstacles because it makes me learn what it is that I'm trying to, to get to, if that makes sense. It just makes me go out and mm-hmm. have to expand my knowledge of whatever it is that I'm trying to, what obstacle I'm trying to get past, go through, go over, go above, or go beneath, wherever it is I got to go to get that obstacle out of the way. And, and you know, it's it's really true. And sometimes. And I'm just saying, sometimes you're your own obstacle in some situations. Mm-hmm. sometimes stops, and sometimes you have to push past your own self, your own um fears. A lot of times we operate in fear, and that stops mm-hmm. us from doing some of the things that we want to do. So sometimes the obstacle does not have to be other people, it doesn't have to be places, it doesn't have to be things. That obstacle can just absolutely be you. Mm, that's deep, Leash. That's really deep. Wow. That that just puts a whole different perspective, a whole different spin on the word obstacle because it doesn't necessarily have to be a thing. That's very true. That's very true. And a lot of people don't want to admit it. But sometimes mm-hmm. you got to get out of your own way. hmm and get out of your comfort zone as well <laughs> because you can get stuck in a rut because you're comfortable and you don't want to move. But in order to grow, you have to move. You have to step out on faith sometimes. So so faith is, is, is right up there with, with overcoming obstacles. I totally agree. That's very true, T. And a lot of times I think um, people have faith, but they forget the air can't operate together. They can't move together. Mm-hmm. It's like oil and water. You can't have faith and be mm-hmm. fearful at the same time. And I think that sometimes we find ourselves doing that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's so true, Leash, because, you know, sometimes other people can see in you what you don't see. Because, like you said, you could be your own obstacle. Like like take me, for instance. I'm, I'm just speaking for self. I never thought. Four or five years ago, that I would be on the radio, that I would be have this position and that I, that that I have right now, this platform. But someone, as well as you, Nini and Aaron, they saw something in me that I didn't see. You know, so three, four, five years later, look where I am. So I stepped out on faith. I, I tucked that little fear under my arm and said, "Come on, we got places to go." And uh, I am so grateful. <laughs> I am so grateful for tucking that fear and overcoming that obstacle, and here I am today, enjoying the platform that you and I have created. And uh, I hope our listening audience are enjoying it as well. Absolutely, that is so true. Just yeah, I posted this the other day. Like I have really, really met in the last year a whole bunch of dope people. And it's just, mm-hmm. we are so overwhelmed with the support that we get from everybody. Mm-hmm. We really are. We really do. We have been so blessed being authors, musicians, publishers, um, actors, lawyers, government, political figures. We have had them all in the chat room sharing their journeys, sharing their passion Um and I, I I have so many Leash I can't even begin to to name them. But first and foremost, my one of my bosses, Fao Schwartz. If anyone has ever been in New York and on Fifth Avenue, they know the the Fao Schwartz tour story. That's actually one of my bosses. We've had a uh, case. We've had um, Keith Robertson. That's Leash and I. We, we claim him. We, I was at Leash's house this weekend and we saw a movie. I was like Leash, that's our guy right there. So he's the less the, the less, ladies of less Chat guy. <laughs> We've had Bunny Barge, We've had um, Melba Moore. We've had um, Michael Vick's auntie. She's a government um, official. We've had some great people on our show. And, and the plethora of authors and musicians that have graced the chat room is just out of this world. So we thank each and every one of them, and we thank each and every one of you for hanging in there with Lisa and I. Absolutely, and speaking of Keith Robinson, we're going to play a little Keith Robinson winning. Shout out to Blue Marley and Bird School Records.
5: Okay. Got dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Yeah. Winning. She said she never ever been with a star. I
4: Don't mess you with me, baby, know that you winning.
5: baby, you winning. 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 you winning. not as as you with me, baby, know that you're winning. Guess you winning. do with me, with baby, not compare yeah, the finest fabrics that just petty chain. No need us arguing over petty things. Look, we pull up in foreign horses on the Jackson. Green light on gold, baby. Who gon' stop me? Girl uh, rub me three times, I grant you wishes. Don't need no mistletoes to give you kisses. star Now I'm an avatar. Yeah. Might need a cavlock. Cause I go to war for her. Flies in here, acting like nobody knows. Camera start flashing, I be like that girl. You blowing up. I so you skating on. No need I'm hating on you. Louise, I'm lacing on you. Nothing this is on stone. Smile on your face, made me say, Girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe. That's only for me. And you, to know. you know. She
4: never
5: Get yeah, your heart away. They say it's a thin line between love and hate. It, 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 this don't. is God's word, boo. All you need is faith. All you gotta say is, Coach, put, put me, me in the, the game. game. I can see it in your eye. you still a little surprised. Future risky like we doing this here before our time. Sky hook on them like my Ninja Bar. All mm-hmm. Know you winning when you wear the star. Yeah. yeah.
1: You are now tuned in to the mother un uh-uh, greatest.
2: Welcome to Let's Chat. We are back. We are back. If you're enjoying that, make sure you head over to iTunes and pick up Winning. Yes, that's the fabulous Keith Robinson, the actor. He's not just an actor. He is also a singer as well. He has a new album out called Love Epistolic. Love Epistotic. So make sure you head over to iTunes and pick that up. We have our first guest, the awesome, awesome See This man right here. I love his passion for things. I love the fact that he gives back um, in everything that he does. You know, and I just, I really appreciate the things that he has done, um, uh-huh. right along with his career and, and just moving and and kind of shaking and just keeping kids together. And I, it's just, I'm in awe. I wish y'all could know all the things that he has done and he is doing and he will do. So we're going to get him to come on here and talk a little talk with us. Welcome to the show, Mr. Ratliff.
6: Oh, thank you. Thank you. After, you know, trying to figure out how to get on the show, I finally made it. (laughs) it, It's it's good to be here uh, listening to what you guys were talking about. And definitely, Mm -hmm. um, you know, certain perspectives, um, talking about um, just how you how you overcome things? That's definitely some a lot of things that I had to overcome, you know, throughout my life. I wasn't always an NBA player, so so I definitely mm-hmm. understand that whole aspect of life when it comes to that. And even while I was playing, having to overcome injuries and, and things of that nature, um, it's always you know it's always about the mindset and how you how you prepare yourself throughout your life because you never know when that obstacle is going to come. And if you got your right. faith and you got your belief, and, and and you know that God got His hands on you, you can always you always have someone you you're able to turn to, and believe in yourself, and have that confidence that you can get through. Oh, wow, that is so true, mm-hmm. so so true.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, now Mr. Ratcliffe. You haven't, you said you mentioned that you haven't always been an NBA star. A lot of people don't know. You yeah. used to work in a funeral home?
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was one of my little, little summer, summer gigs, you know, uh, sweeping up the funeral home, keeping the grass cut, different things of that nature. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, But yeah. I, I, I was cutting them bodies though. I didn't want to go near the bodies. I just did the, the sanctuary. I said it was I'll cut the grass too. I say I just stay out here and make sure it looks nice, something for
2: y'all guys to right. go inside. <laughs>
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: was, Wait, that was one of my little jobs. It's so funny that he said that. I used to volunteer in the ER. Uh, you know, I got to do a, a body had coded, and one of the nurses was like, "You want to take the body to the morgue?" And I looked at her like, "Oh no, ma'am."
6: <laughs> right?
2: No, ma'am. Uh, uh, uh. You, you know, did have
6: that on when we are younger. You know, when we younger, that's that's such a taboo to. They, to see and be around a dead body, you—I you know mean—you want to freak out. <laughs> that's but it so was—it was—it was cool. Yeah. They were good, great people. Um, they still have the same funeral home over there, so uh, so they—they uh, they were always good uh, people, and and they took care of me um, for what mm-hmm. I did. So, so it was—it was a good experience. Uh uh-huh. Well, that's that, awesome. I know I'm it was. That clip, this is-
2: all right. This is Tony and once again thank you so much uh for joining Leisha and I here on Let's Chat. And just, just for the record, I'm a sports fanatic. Leisha knows basketball is my passion.
0: Okay, <laughs> so I have okay. watched
2: you play I actually do. do a sports show on Tuesday nights and I have actually watched you play a game or two. Uh I'm not gonna uh-huh. say which year because I'm not giving away my age. <laughs>
6: Okay, I got you.
2: (laughs) But I do want to ask you, you know, overcoming obstacles, and you mentioned injuries in the NBA, and it was kind of prevalent. Um, And and I know one time you were elected to the All Star game, and you had a a, an injury. How how did you overcome that obstacle? Because that's a big obstacle to overcome.
6: Oh, that that was a that was a huge huge obstacle. I mean, at the time I was playing with the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. We right. I mean, we were kicking butt left and right. I mean, started the season off like eleven and old. Twelve and zero, um had the best record in the league, you know, during that time it was like forty four and twelve. And, and, uh-huh. and the last like the before the last two games I went up to block a shot, came down, broke my wrist. Um, uh-huh. didn't know how bad it was, thought it was just a spring. Sprained, and some got the X-ray, and they told me, you know, that I had fractured my wrist. Um, so I wasn't going to get to play in the All-Star game. So that was that was really devastating because I had made, the, um, I had made the All-Star starting center you know, for mm-hmm. for the NBA at that time. So it the mm-hmm. best to be, so right. So that was that was definitely very hard and and, and, and trying and, and stressful uh, because nobody. When you play the game and you enjoy the game you play the game with passion, no one wants to be sitting on the sideline and, and knowing that you got an opportunity to do something big, you know, especially with how that year was going. Um right. But you know, I've always, I've always um, lived on faith because I, I didn't come into the league highly touted it either. So, but uh-huh. I always believe, uh-huh. I've always believed that that God had His hands on me and that. What he had prepared for me, and what he wanted me to do, and 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 how he wanted me to 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 play, and how he wanted me to excel—it uh-huh. was already written. So I no no uh-huh. no one could stop. You know what he had already right. put into me. So uh-huh. um, so just overcoming coming back, and then you know having an injury, and then you know to make it worse, um, right after the All Star. You know, because I had the broke wrists, they ended mm-hmm. up trading me from the best team to the worst team, which was the Atlanta Hawks. Um, mm. So, it just, so the so the story continues, you know, and right. just just continue to to just play and continue to um I mean just continue to try to heal and, and get better and just understand that you know this is a, a business God put me in the position. He wanted me to go somewhere else. You know, every every stop that I that I've uh, either been traded to or signed with, you know, has always been uh some form of blessing for me, you know, in, in that particular mm-hmm. place. Um, like I mm-hmm. said I got traded to Atlanta and I currently I've been living in Atlanta for fifteen years. <laughs> you know, mm, I got look my, at business, that. <laughs> my business in Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. Um you know, through the injuries I understood, learned about mineral deficiency, knowing which mm-hmm. I constantly talk to people about and, and and work with a company with, you know, having my own energy drink and, and different things of that nature and talk about how when you sweat and you sweat a uh, soup, you think you're just sweating the salt because that's all you taste, but it's a small right. 90 different nutrients that are coming out your body at the same time. And you yeah. don't think about yeah. it because you're not really thinking about it. You know what I mean? You're just thinking about oh, uh-huh. this day salty. Uh-huh. And, and you know, and I wouldn't have discovered that and met some of the friends and some of the longtime friends and people that I've came in contact with in Atlanta if I hadn't gotten traded there. You know, so yeah. it is, so it's always blessings behind. You know, what you think is is a mess or a bad time in your life, you. You, it's always something behind it that you don't see yet. Right. You know, and you guys have right. to keep living and keep living in faith, and you know it'll come to you. Mhm. I'm you, so mentioned glad that you said that, that because that, you have yeah. that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you have all.
2: You have mm-hmm. always been a blessing uh, to others. Mm-hmm. Now you grew up in Demopolis, Demopolis Alabama. Now, even Demopolis. though you have <laughs> <laughs> gone to the NBA, you have done all of these fabulous things. You still never forget your hometown, and you are always giving back.
6: Yes, uh, I mean that. I mean, Demopolis is, is 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 where I I grew up, born and raised. Uh, mother, you know, um, grandmother, everybody was there, um, and. and I remember my younger days even more than I remember, you know, my older years, because you know that that experience of being um, a family where you where you're pushing, you're sacrificing, you're fighting, you know, um, you know, mom didn't maybe we didn't grow up, you know, with several spoons and in, in, in the black belt, not having much, uh, but having an opportunity to gain a little wealth and be able to come back. And know that those kids really needed certain things as far as a community center, as far as guidance, as far as giving them opportunities to see the world in more than just that little bottle that they were in in, in Demopolis. You know, because that's a small country town, but it's so, just to give them opportunities to see, there's so many different things that's out there in the world, and that just because you come from a small town don't mean you can't leave or you can't see a bigger picture for yourself.
2: Absolutely. Now, Um, this is Tony once again. Um, I'm I'm from Alabama, just a little under 200 miles from you. I'm from Gaston, Alabama, but I'm an Army brat, so I was exposed to a little bit more because my dad was in the Army. So it's so true Mm -hmm. that, you know, you come from a small town, but that doesn't have to mean that you're small town-minded, you know. So the the world is out there, and and it's just a matter of you picking up and exploring. But I do want to go back to what you said about that mindset, because that's first and foremost the key to a lot of people overcoming obstacles, you know, because the mindset is what indirectly guides you Towards whatever your passion is, and, and how do you put that small town mindset into a big world mindset just to make that transition from where you were and where you are?
6: Where, well one, I never I never really leave that because that that's something that's in, embedded in me. Um, mm-hmm. I just take experiences um, on on leaving leaving the small town. And going out right. and, and understanding, you know, how life is, how life is functioning, the different opportunities that are out there, and because a lot of these kids won't be quote unquote basketball players or football players where they're going to be able to travel and do all these different things, I try mm-hmm. to make sure I bring in some of the programs and and bring in some some sense of of um, you know just opportunity, you know, whether it's understanding financial literacy, you know, things that you just didn't get coming up. I try to think of a lot of things that I didn't have that I wish I I did have if I knew about it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I try exactly. to, to bring that to the, to the activity center so people can, so kids can get the opportunity to understand that it's important to know about you know, a bank and how a bank works and money and how money works and credit and all that all those different things. It's important to be able to, to get on a computer and understand computer and coding and it's important to understand if you you wanna learn how to fly a plane, we got flight simulator. You can get on the flight simulator mm, and, wow. and, and see. You know, and see what it what it's about. You, you drive and I mean just, just different things and with the way the internet and, and and um, and the power of the internet and social media and everything now, you know people got a lot a broader view of, of different things. But I knew when I you know built the activity center, ultimately it was about how do I bring not just the sports aspect, but the educational aspect and the human aspect just for the whole community. So it's mm-hmm. because we kind we cater to. Not just kids. We cater to uh, the mentally challenged. We cater to the the elderly. I mean, it's a total, total community center where people can come under a roof and be in the same building. The elderly, everybody is is functioning within the same building. So you got mm-hmm. different personalities, different different criteria, but you under under a certain rule, a certain program to be able to to. Respect your elders, you know, you understand and learn that, mm-hmm. look, these are the elders of, of, the, of the city. So it's a certain right. respect that you need to have, you know, that we grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and the same thing. That's even about, you know, understanding um, the, I mean, the different uh, gender, how, you know, to treat women, just different, different things that our kids just, some of them needed a lot more. Because if they are not getting it at home, okay. you have opportunity to at least give them that that perspective of what it really means and how what success really means, and it's not just mm-hmm. about money. It's about how do mm-hmm. you respect yourself and how you respect others. Oh, wow, that's
2: mm-hmm. deep. Now this is this is Tony once again, Mr. Rocker. Can you tell us yes. and share with our listening audience what was going on in Theo Ratless world when he came up with the notion to start this activity community center? Um
6: like I said, it was something that, you know, I've always I've always dreamed of because we growing up we we had a hot gym with no air conditioning in it, you know, called it the sweat oh. box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that's all. We, and that's all. And that's all. We, we are either used outside when you couldn't get in the gym. You was outside on the asphalt. <laughs> so oh. yeah, it's 100 and something degrees in, in Alabama in the summertime. So true. <laughs> um, and then we had the swimming pool The rec center with the swimming pool, and then we had a small room with like two ping pong tables and a card table, and that's what we did all day. <laughs> you know that I mean mm-hmm. and that, and we literally that's what you did all day you were mm-hmm. playing ping pong and, 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 and you know and just socializing and that's basically mm-hmm. what, it, what it became there was a place where you could come
3: the parents could
6: drop you off um, you had the art school too that was within the school building and then you had the, the free lunch for the kids you know uh, during lunch time and you, you was in a program mm-hmm. and, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a lot there wasn't a whole lot in the actual program, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and for me, that was automatic for me. You know, once I got to the NBA, was I I I have to do something for the hometown. It It's not. Right. It's a, it's a requirement. You know, I wouldn't even feel I wouldn't even feel good about myself if I didn't go back. And reach out to those kids, and and being able to give scholarships to help kids out on the school, um, and, and 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 put something there that they could value uh, within mm-hmm. the community. Not just and, and it's not just for that particular community because the kids from the school, which is right next door, they come have after school mm-hmm. programs. So for Uh tutoring and and different things, so they use computers and all that stuff. So, so I knew it was in it was the right place for it because I grew up in that particular area and knew what was needed. Um, So it was just me. My whole mentality was, you know, you've been blessed; you need to give the blessing back. And whatever you're doing, if another kid becomes successful, or whether it's business or whatever they'll be in the same mindset of knowing, okay, this is this is what you're supposed to do when you <laughs> reach success. You don't just hold it for yourself. You go back and you give back every single year your time, your experience, of what it is that you did in order to re- reach that success.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Now I want to fast forward just a little bit because you decided to write a book. What was going on that, and what was going on at the time that you said, "Okay, I think I'm gonna do this. I got some things I want to say." Tell us a little bit about when you decided to sit down and write your book.
6: Well, it was um, the brainchild of, um, of uh, my publishers when I was in uh, Philly, um, and I was, you know, just giving them like my experience and life uh, situations of growing up, little skinny kid, um, taller than everybody, but goofy and clumsy, and and everything else when I was younger, I was <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and and and
3: and
6: kids making fun of you, you know, kids, kids, kids bullying you, and kid, you know, and knowing that that's a, a huge topic to this day. Um, about how kids are treating each other and and what it what it uh, stems from as far as the other kids and, and having that opportunity to have that platform to reach other kids and let them understand that okay, even if you even if you're even if you're the, you're the bigger guy you still have opportunity to be bullied and how do you change the mindset of the kids you know um, that are doing the bullying. You know understanding mm-hmm. that a lot of it is coming from them probably getting bullied at home or them just not feeling like that you can be their friend <laughs> you know uh-huh. and, and, and ultimately um, and ultimately, you know I was able to overcome it by one getting my classmates to understand that the bullying was really not just about the kid that was doing the bullying, but he just wanted, he want if you're being nice to him and everybody is, you know, is standing up to him and not to bully him or to chastise him, but uh-huh. to defuse him as a bully
3: uh-huh. you know, by
6: being nice to him, you know, right. And, and, right. and as a group, when you stand as a group, it's a lot bigger than just one or two people. And mm-hmm. now they get a little bit intimidated. Everywhere. I mean, I might need to leave them alone because now it's not just me bullying one person. Everybody's coming back and saying, you know, that's not how we, you know, that's not how we, we do things. And you need mm-hmm. to, you know, you need to calm down. And, and, and I always treat, uh, you know, the policers uh, as an athlete, you know, because usually we're bigger, we're. We're usually bigger, stronger, and taller than the average kids, and mm-hmm. you're the athlete in school, you're always looked upon as you're looked upon special, you know within the school amongst your peers because you you do something you know great on on the floor or on the field, so you have mm-hmm. a bigger voice and if mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. those guys and get them to understand early in their early in their lives that you shouldn't allow or let your teammates or let other guys take that action and you have the ability to be able to to to, to stand up and mm-hmm. step up for uh someone that you considered um a weaker person you know right and, mm-hmm. and if you can if you utilize that platform then you 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 create a whole lot more peace within your school or within your organization,
2: and within your community as well. This is Tony once again, yeah. and I'm glad you said that because you know, um, as everyone knows that, that that listens to our show, I'm a mom of a basketball player. You know, a college athlete, and when he was in the lower grades, he would take the bullied kid under his wing. And there's no, there's so many parents that have come up to me and just thank me because, you know, your son took my child under his wing because he was being bullied. And he was eventually not, you know, put onto a committee against bullying. And he was elected to go throughout the school to talk about bullying, you know. So that is so important. And and they do look up to the athletes because they have that voice. They have that aura among them and around them and it it's, it's a beautiful thing to see when you see your fellow you know when you see your fellow students coming together and fighting the bullyism, and that is so important these days because so many bad things become of people that are bullied
6: yes, yes um, yeah, Absolutely. The, 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 the stories yeah the stories are are plentiful you know and and, mm-hmm. and i I spoke at a school. I spoke at a school uh, in Atlanta, and you know we we were talking about bullying, and I think it was the like the eighth, ninth, eighth, ninth grade, and we were talking right. about bullying, and you know and I just didn't him where it was you know straight to the heart. I said, you know how many people been in mm-hmm. bullied? Been in mm-hmm. here has been bullied, and you know almost everybody in the school to raise their hand up. <laughs> wow, like,
0: that's, that's, like, wow. Like that's That's deep. The of it. Because, <laughs> it
6: you know what I mean, because you don't, you know, a lot of times people don't know that they're doing it, um, because you know you might be one person saying something, but if another person come in and say it, then another person come in and say it, and, and now everybody coming and piling in on you, then that's mm-hmm. I mean that's bullying, <laughs> you know. And now with that's the social right. media, it don't just stop when they leave. You can leave and mm-hmm. you'll be done with mm-hmm. it, but now it just continues. It continues. It continues and continues, and, continues and, and then I asked the kids, I said, "How many? How many kids have tried to commit suicide?" Mm-hmm. And then it wow. was like ten of them raised their hand. I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know what I mean? So oh I'm like, goodness. I'm like, "You guys!" I'm like, "You guys got to wake up! You guys got to yeah. wake up!" Because a lot of you in mm-hmm. here are the bullies. That are creating. Uh, that's right. Do you want to push somebody to the edge to where they want mm-hmm. to kill themselves? I mean, wow. and, and, and that's
0: the reality of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's the reality. And That cyberbullying so
6: right, bring
2: it bring it yeah. to light as
6: well. Right, and and you might not want, you might not think, oh, you just that, you just one person that said something to them a, a few times and made fun of them. But if you got fifteen other people doing it and then now everybody's getting on social media and killing them, so if they continue to strain, you don't know how you know how that affects people.
0: You mm-hmm. know. Absolutely. Especially
6: if it's a long term thing, and that's why I was saying it's so so important um to have some type of curriculum on the bullying where you where it continues you know, in these schools where it's not just okay, I'm gonna come and speak about it and then and leave mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's nothing mm-hmm. else. Oh, that's what I love exactly. what you said about your son and what you know, and him being uh commissioned as a part of that program, you know, and mm-hmm. that's the way you have to do you have to do it with the actual kids that are in the situation. You can't you can't expect the teachers to do it. It has to be about right. the mindset of the kids and then I was like right. and I was saying I'm like you guys are in the eighth grade. What do you think would happen if all you guys was against bullying? And you see when you see mm-hmm. somebody getting bullied, it's a matter mm-hmm. of not just you approaching the guy, but you tell a couple of your friends and everybody else and now it's a group right that's approaching. And, right. and saying, uh-huh. yeah, look, this is not how, you know, how we, we're going to be doing it in our school, you know, exactly. and it yep. changes everything, you know, changes mm-hmm. the whole dynamics mm-hmm. of everything. Um, it really so, does. So that, and that's not kinda, just the you know, movie in the
2: itself, main. mental health of the, the, the youth. I think that mental health issues are running rapid with the youth with the youth nowadays of all colors. Uh, My son, he just recently had a friend that committed suicide the last day of school. And none of the kids really know why he did it. He was popular. He played sports. Nobody knows why he did it. Just the mental health and and keeping their minds together I think is really important because they go through so much. You know, you never know Mm -hmm. what they're going through at home. You never know what they're going through just within themselves. And I think that, like you were saying, the schools have to have those programs that kind of help us wrap our arms around them um, and encourage them. Because sometimes, a lot of times, especially with kids, they we are their encouragement as adults until they're able to yes. encourage themselves. Now, you started yes. a basketball a youth basketball camp. Can you talk a little bit about that?
6: Yeah, my my camps uh, one before before I did my uh, activity center, like I said I knew kids looked up to me, um, and it was an opportunity to come back and have a platform to be able to speak to the kids. That's about you know what it takes to be be successful. You know what's the right attitude you need to have in order to 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 understand that this this. This should become a part of your life, you know. Understanding discipline, with you know, with your teacher, with your parents, all that's a part about. All that's a part of what created me. There's my discipline for my mother, my discipline for the elderly, um, my passion for giving back, you know, to the community. Mm-hmm. That's what created mm-hmm. my mindset to be able to to excel and be the person that that I am to be able to get to the NBA. Because my role to the NBA was not the easiest road. You know, I wasn't all American. Uh-huh. I wasn't on, you know, uh, going to these big camps and all this stuff around the country. I did none of that. You know, I went to University of Wyoming. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. on a scholarship. You know, but mm-hmm. and and I went playing. You know, North Carolina. I went on TV, cause you know, consistently. Um, I went to play the big schools, so, and that was before they were really, you know, pushing the internet, you know, so I mm-hmm. wasn't a well-known player, but all I wanted to do was re- respect myself enough and respect the opportunity enough to understand that if I, worked, if I worked, if I worked, if I worked, if I worked, I just wanted to be the best I can be. The NBA wasn't even my mindset. I just was trying to be the best that I could be. And ultimately, mm-hmm. my skill level developed to the point where I I um I got better and and got grew a little bit and got to the NBA and worked and, and got and got success and, and and created success in the NBA. But starting those camps is really you know it, it's really like a, a fun time for me because I love seeing the kids. You know seeing the kids. Growing up, it's been 15 years I've been doing the camp. Um, Well, over 15 years now because I was doing it early on. Let me see. I can't even think back. I was doing that camp. I started the Mm -hmm. camp probably my, my fifth year in the league. So it's been almost 20 years since I've been doing the camps, the free clinics for the kids, and being able to gather kids in one location, and have an opportunity to see me each year. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I look forward mm-hmm. to, to to having kids coming from around the different uh, areas of Alabama to come, just to come to the camp, to be able to interact with me because they feel like that my pathway of success, and they look up for look look up to me because I'm like a hometown hero to them. And I cherish that. You know what I mean? I don't take advantage of that. I know that they're looking at me, so I want to make sure I'll be able to touch them and do certain things. Mm-hmm. And they get to come and see the activity center and see what we got going on and really looking forward to continue to do more of that, even that now that I'm mm-hmm. out of the league. So, so that's how that whole uh, thing started with the camp. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I can- and I want to ask you this
2: if we were talking a year from now about your accomplishments in 2017, what are some of the things we'll be talking about?
6: Oh, some of the things you'll be talking about in 2017, where I'm actually um, doing some expansion of uh, my um, community activity and basketball activity, uh, looking to work with – with the Dr. Andrews, with the Sports Tech Science uh, Institute and created Basketball Academy within that institute. Um, that should be up and running, you know, not in the 2017, but in the 2018. Um, with some of my business acumen, um, several different opportunities that are on the table. Um, on the development, real estate development side, which is you know my main business practice, um, having the opportunity to get some of these deals to, to do a, do the stadium in uh, New Orleans for the new uh, D League team, you know, getting in some of those different avenues that I'm working on, um, continue to to build and grow and learn um, just the different aspects of how to be successful and continue to, to, to give it back to the different communities that I'm involved in. Mm. Awesome. Love I love it. I
2: love it. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's great.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: mm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now I Go have ahead, one see. question. Um, this, okay, this is this is Tony and I, I just wanna backtrack for those that may be joining us late, um, for what it is that you teach the children in your community um center. Now um these centers are they nationwide or how how many do you have it com- complete?
6: Excuse me now.
2: Yes, your community centers. Are they nationwide oh, no. or are they in no, certain I, I areas have a, uh,
6: I, have, I have I have the community center that I, that I created along with the city in my hometown in Demopolis okay, okay. now
2: would, would is this something that may be going to different cities like Atlanta uh, or you want to just
6: keep it intimate but it, 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 it will be, be opportunities because um, I'm also just working with um, a league that wants to kind of u- use my platform Um, On how I created my center and the different things, the different aspects, I have some some uh, autonomy to help facilitate how things are are, are placed and run within those uh, within the activity centers that they're going to be created. Um, Because I'm actually uh, working with the group called the Champions League, which is former NBA guys, and we we'll actually start our season uh, coming up. In uh, August, August the, August the seventeenth is the first game, and it'll be televised mm-hmm. with ESPN. So it'll be all, all former NBA guys. Huh? The whole uh, organization oh. ran by NBA guys. So you'll have some legends, um, like the Dr. J's and the, the early pearls and, and and Walt Frazier's. they'll, they'll be a part of. The actual ownership and general manager and president piece of some of these teams, mm-hmm. and it'll be it'll be eight um, a- teams East Coast, eight uh, a- a- teams East Coast, eight a- teams uh, West Coast, and, and mm-hmm. so we'll we'll play games, uh, play games during the week just like a regular basketball game, and we'll be playing in, in uh, arenas like colleges. Um, and the big Mm -hmm. part of actually being a part of this organization is they want to build community centers Mm -hmm. in different states and Mm -hmm. the big thing is being able to give back to the communities where you're having clinics and you have NBA guys that are actually running the clinics and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and doing things within those specific communities so so that's a big push, and that really caught my eyes. You know, to be a part of that particular organization. Wow! See,
2: now you're talking my
6: talk because <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> legends. You talk about basketball, my all my antennas mm-hmm. go up. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I know, uh, Lisa's yeah. Like, please don't get her started. <laughs> yeah, you can you can look at them on. Um, yeah, we we have a, a website of the uh, the Champions League dot com, um, right. and it'll it'll give it, it'll explain to you what the Champions League is and 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 it's it's gonna be big it's gonna be big summer summer basketball which is
0: mm-hmm. you know the
6: content that most most sports channels are looking for when when NBA is down so it, it'll be a lot of opportunity for former NBA guys to one play mm-hmm. and also to do some administrative roles. Um, and continue to grow, grow themselves as individuals off the court. Mhm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: see, Mr. Radcliffe, I'm, I'm gonna just say, um, I, I have mm-hmm. to get you on my sports show where we could just talk sports, and I don't have to to leash <laughs> am like don't get you this know, girl started on her sports. A, <laughs> uh, you know that's not a
6: problem. <laughs> we could definitely happen.
2: Because she say, "T, you'll go on and on with your sports, girl."
3: But um, I'm going
2: to ask you a sports question because you have me so excited. And, and just for the record, you know, we, we usually end our interview with our special guests with a fun question. And yours, of course, is going to be about basketball. Now, I just want to remember you – that I want to remind you that this is – you're on Tony's show, and my son plays bad. Well, he played college basketball, so my, you're going to have to put it, together a team, okay? You're going to have to put together your all-star team. <laughs> And right. uh, we're gonna have yeah. you as the player coach. Remember those days, the player coach on the floor. You I know right. you remember You're those right. days,
0: <laughs> right. and you are right.
2: the center <laughs> now. For the for the guard position, it could be new or old. What was, who would you want as your point guard, your general on the floor?
6: Oh, my my point guard. Yeah, oh, you know that got to be the magic man. All right, and that. Ooh, yeah, you Okay, now
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And He's a big one too, and your two guard will be.
6: And my 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 two two guard, what well, George George two guard? Yeah, George, he can be George
2: a two guard. Although no, so he he hogs the ball yeah. anyway. <laughs>
6: Yeah hey, man, hey, Jay, hey, Jay
2: <laughs>
6: What he do? What he? How he do it?
2: That's how he do with His tongue out and everything. Okay, so you have magic, you have joy. and That's one and two. And you are the uh-huh. you are the center. You're you're the, you're a the, uh, player coach. And your power forward would be who? Power,
6: power forward. I gotta go with. It. Oh, that's a tough one. I got to go with my man, Tim Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I got to go with my man, Tim Duncan, yeah. I got to go with Tim Duncan. (laughs) Okay. Okay,
2: and now for your your three, your wingman, I'm just going to reiterate because that's my son's position. He's 65205. And he's an all-star okay. player, so
6: your your oh, weekend nice. is going to be my son. Yeah, <laughs> we got it like we gonna we it. We him back We're going to get him there. We're going to help him understand the game. <laughs> we, you know, we got, got Jordan <laughs> and Magic with him. So they're going to they go, <laughs> we good. <laughs> We're going we to help him understand the game a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He got, he got new food thrown up in there. So we got a complete team. You don't have
2: to worry about it, man.
6: Kyle hey, okay, that hey, coming. That's my like lady <laughs> like mama, boy. Look at her for her son. <laughs> that's
2: right. That's right. He's put him right up in
6: the mix. <laughs> he
2: right up in that mix.
6: <laughs> we want to thank that's, you
2: so much for <laughs> joining Alicia and I. Please don't be a stranger. And you are welcome back anytime you want to get any word out there to, your, to the audience. You know, and, and we can talk sports on a Tuesday night. You let us know which one is great for you. I know my co-host, Mr. Jazz, he would be ecstatic. And um, Lisa yeah. can join us because we are family here. And if there's anything else that we didn't cover that you want to shout out, please do so by all means.
6: Yeah, I mean, of course, we always got to, you know, let people know we're on the, on the social media tip. Um, I'm, you can follow me on Shot Blocker42. On Facebook and Shop Blocker on Instagram, and Twitter. So,
2: all right, that's
6: my handles.
2: Well, well, that's your thing. Yep. You know, you were one of the leading Shop Blockers in the league. See, see, I, I, I know my, I know a little something. I know a little something.
6: Yeah, you up <laughs> on game? You up on the game?
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> If if people are interested in entering uh, any of the um, camps that you have for the kids in the different cities or um, the league that you're starting, how are they able to get into that?
6: They're able to get into that. um, One, they can contact um, the the Theo O'Reilly Activity Center. Um, which you know is on is on the website with the, with the number and everything on it. This uh, Theo Activity Center dot org, and then also Kim Swain, who is my publicist, who I thank for, for tricking me in this interview. Um, she's always easy to, to contact, um, also. So or just call you guys, and you guys will make sure it happens. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Make it make it happen <laughs> Yes
2: Make it happen Absolutely. Absolutely If you're interested in being part of the league If you want to know um, How to get your kids into the camp And you can't reach anybody You reach out to me and Miss C, And we'll make sure we get the information to you, you
6: get it to Absolutely
2: Well thank you so much Once again for joining us And please this is your home Anytime you want to get anything out Just let
6: us know, yes, thank you, thank you very much and I just so enjoyed myself being a part of this you got you are some great great women and doing some great thank things you. and looking forward to continue to hear what you guys are doing and wow. I hope to be on back on the show soon to talk about some of this absolutely. great stuff,
2: absolutely absolutely.
3: We know you, you will so be nice. on
2: soon. You got a lot of things going on. Make sure you shout your book out and where everybody can get uh your book before you leave out the chat room.
6: Okay, I will do that. Um I say you can easily contact me, you know, through uh direct message. Direct message. Or through uh-huh. Kim Swain. Um you can get the book, Theo Rattler. I mean, um, <laughs> Theo the Hero. <laughs> All right. And it's also on Amazon, Amazon.com.
2: Theo the Hero. He's our hero.
6: Theo the Hero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate you.
6: <laughs> Thank you, guys.
2: Okay. You have a great evening.
6: You do the same. Bye-bye.
2: Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, at least you know I, I was in heaven, right? Done, <laughs> I know. He's done so much. But yet he's mm-hmm. always managed to not only stay humble, he's kept his integrity, and he's always given back to um, to just the youth. I love his passion for kids. You know, it's not mm-hmm. many people that have that type of passion for kids. And, you know, they always right. say it's two generations that are never taken care of, which are children and the elderly. And he always, you know, when you listen to the interview, he is tight on both. You got to respect your elders, mm-hmm. you got to make sure that the kids are loved on. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And if you missed any part of that interview, no worries, as Lisa loves to say, please head up our archives and get to know the man behind the basketball. Y'all know how Miss T is about her basketball. And also the man behind the camp. So make sure you hit those archives and enjoy that interview with the one and only Theo the Hero, Theo Ratcliffe, former NBA player, motivational speaker, and just an all-around awesome guy. Absolutely. We have our next guest. Now, this lady, we met her at the AANBC Awards. She actually did the interview process um, for that event, and she was able to interview uh, Juju um, and Robin Lee, uh, which they both have books that are awesome. Make sure you go out and get those books but uh we had we were able to talk a little bit to her just about how she started and and how just things came together and i'm excited that she's able to come on and just share with you guys on how everything started with her because when you listen to her story, it's so awesome how things just Mm -hmm. fall in place. You know, I always say that, you know, things sometimes they just fall in place. You don't know how they're going to fall in place. You don't know when they're going to fall in place. But sometimes you are just put in the right place at the right time. And as Mr. Ratliff said so eloquently, sometimes your bad times turn out to be your best times. So we have the fabulous blogger Sister Chick. Hey, how are you?
7: I'm good, thanks. Can you guys hear me okay?
2: Yes, how are
7: you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on your show today.
2: Thank you for joining us. We are Yes, we know you would be busy because you would be talking that talk. We want to be you when we grow up. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm very flattered. Thank you for saying that.
2: Now, you told us how you got into becoming a, a blogger, um, but tell our listeners a little bit, just a little bit about your journey and why it is you do what you do.
7: Okay. Um, uh, first of all, my name is Stacy Taylor, and I am known online as The Sister Chick. I am a professional blogger and social media consultant based out of Atlanta, And my blog is thesistercafe.com. And that is where I share information regarding the positive aspects of African-American culture and beauty. And that's just a little bit about what I do. How I got started doing that is uh, very simple. I lost my job uh, in 2013. And when I lost my job, I had a hobby that I was already doing. So instead of me... um, immediately going back into the workforce, I decided to take a break and kind of just pursue something that I had been doing for years, which is blogging. Um, My blog started off as a place where I would just go to, you know, express myself. Um, And then it turned into a platform. And that platform Mm -hmm. was used initially to spread the word about the beauty of our natural hair. Um, I started off Mm -hmm. blogging about natural hair. I was doing YouTube videos as well as writing blog posts just simply on how to take care of my daughter's hair. Um, From there, it just, you know, it just became a hobby of mine. It was a hobby. And like I said, I was doing it um, part-time on a part-time basis until I lost my job. So Mm -hmm. as I dabbled, as I I tried to figure out what I was going to do after I lost my job, um, you know, I, I decided not to sit around with it. And I just started going to events. I started going to different um, uh, 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 blogging conferences and entrepreneur events and empowerment events. I'm talking like three days after I lost my job, I was out mm. in Atlanta uh, socializing. And that's where I met um, Lamar and Ronnie Tyler. And three days after I lost my job, they offered me a job writing for them. And I hadn't even decided what I wanted to do yet with my life, totally. But it was mm-hmm. just like an opportunity. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with BlackAndMarriedWithKids.com, but it's one of the largest African-American-owned um, sites, you know, in the United States. And here they are offering me a writing position three days after I had lost my employment. So, wow. Um, you know, my story, my story is really simple. It's basically this, is that, um I stepped out on faith and just decided mm. to to see where you know to see where the rocks would fall and and went with mm-hmm. that path. I didn't have a plan. Um I spoke I spoke uh a couple weeks ago at a church about plans. Um about how you can have a plan and you think you have everything sorted out and situated and we have our schedules and we have all of these things where we think we can control the future, um, you know. I had mm-hmm. all my four hundred one k's and my retirements and all my, you know, my my Roth IRAs, everything set up, you know, for retirement. I had worked at this place for twenty years and they let me go. So now what? Mm-hmm. You know, now what? Now what right. about that plan you had? You know, how do you continue to, um, you know, enjoy life, live your life when your plans? Uh, take a turn for the worst. And so um, mm-hmm. what What has become my message through all of it is just to basically show people and tell people that they can still enjoy their lives. lives, they can enjoy their best lives no matter what their circumstances are, no matter what their financial mm-hmm. circumstances are, physical, health, mental, whatever. We're here, we're on this earth, we're here for a reason and there's just still no reason why you can't enjoy it. So what I've been able to do now is basically just revamp my entire life. I have a whole different outlook on everything now. And it's and it's really mm-hmm. for the positive. You know, like you were speaking earlier about your, your worst times being your best times. My worst time was definitely my best time. And I'm truly enjoying life where I'm yes. at now. I'm I'm running my own businesses now. I'm working for myself. Um I'm in a position to be at home for my family as well as, you know, contribute to our Uh, daily needs, financially, and uh, it's just been a great journey, and I appreciate you guys
2: letting me tell my story.
7: Awesome. We thank
2: you for sharing it because, you know, like we said at the top of our show, um, you never know who may be listening that could be going through the very same thing that you were going through, and they may just need that glimmer of light to let them know that there's light at the end of that dark tunnel. So we thank you for sharing your journey in your life with us. Awesome. Absolutely. And so much like women, you know, we are, because we are nurturers, we we take care of the family, we take care of the home. A lot of times we get lost um, in everyone else's world but our own world. How was that process of balancing everything and kind of stepping into you for a minute? How was that process like for you? Um, well, you know, life balance, I think
7: is just really an issue for anybody that's a woman, especially if you're a mother. So life work balance is always important. And I'll be honest and tell you that I still don't have it all figured out. You know, I still, you know, I, you know, I run a tight ship, I have a lot of things that I'm doing, I have my hands in a lot of pots. And uh, I think technology helps me keep it all together. But I don't have it. I don't have it all figured out. You know, my daughter was just telling me the other day, like, you know, school's starting next week, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm <on> <laughs> yeah, I'm like on the run all the time. So she's just like, let me stop you real quick. So, I mean, but basically, I, I have a, um, I do have a support system. You know, I have a, a, a wonderful husband that is supportive of any wacky dream that I have and sometimes stuff I come up with is off the wall and he'll still be like, well, you know what? We might, we might be able to make it work somehow. So I have him as a support Mm -hmm. system. You know, I have um, a staff um, that assists me on my, um, with all my social media channels, as well as my blog. Um, And they're all wonderful people, you know, uh, spread out across the Southeast, Southeastern United States that help me with all of that. So, I mean, I have, I have a village, I have a tribe.
2: Mm -hmm. And you need that And that's what it takes Mm -hmm. Yes, it takes that to get where you want to go You know, we were talking about that earlier in the show How sometimes, you know, there's no elevator for success Sometimes you got to take the stairs And you got to make it up (laughs) those stairs, you know And you got to have those people with you You know, the ones that you can lean on You know, some that can maybe take this load and take that load so it's awesome that you have that um with you and around you because that's what is needed for you to be able to keep your mind and be able to keep your focus on your goals now you do so much you do so much writing you do blogging have you ever thought about writing a book you know me and T, we're we're known for putting stuff in people's spirit and then they come back and then they actually did it.
7: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny it's funny that you mentioned that because um you know, I have been hosting the Books and Cocktails events for the um AAMBC for 2 years now. This is my second year. But the first year that I hosted it, I was just filling in for somebody who couldn't make it. And uh oh. you know, they had a scheduling conflict and they couldn't make it and they needed somebody to do it real quick and I was like, I'll do it. You know, I you know, I like uh, you know, talking to people and meeting people and everything. Um, you guys were at that one last year too, right?
3: Yeah, um, I, we can win. I
7: couldn't make it. Mhm. Okay, yeah. So that was the first time I did it and that was just a fluke, just somebody needing somebody at the last minute. And then they asked me to come back the next year, and they already asked me to come back for 2018. And it all, oh, you know, it, nice. just, it, just, it 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 was crazy how it happened. And so, mm-hmm. so, okay, and so back to your question, you can't be hanging around authors all the time and not want to write a book, right? So I've actually um, <laughs> have started to, <the, laughs> I've actually got to have a book in process. It, it, I'm working on it now and hope to have it out by the
2: end of the year. Uh oh, see? See? Right. Ask and you shall receive.
0: <laughs> yeah. See?
2: That's how it, that's how it works.
3: <laughs>
2: now, yeah. you have. A, you're a mom. <laughs> Go ahead, C. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say that's one of the things you're going to be talking about in 2018 that she accomplished in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <I'm> so. <laughs> now, you. you you have so much going on, and outside of your passion for health and beauty, your passion for um, blogging, what else is your passion? Outside of that, what is a passion that you have um, that maybe many people don't know you have?
7: Um, my passion is always my family. So a lot of the stuff that I do is always centered and focused around them, but I'm also an avid gardener and I am just like I have a super green thumb and I'm very passionate about um uh, growing um our own growing my own food and um you know trying to live environmentally correct. Now I don't have that all figured mm-hmm. out. I'm not like perfect with that. But I've been able mm-hmm. to influence and encourage probably hundreds, maybe thousands of people to start growing their own food. Um, mm. That was another thing that I, when I was working in corporate America, I wanted to have time to do that I never had time to do. And now it's turned mm-hmm. into kind of an obsession uh, for me. Like if it's not, like if we can't eat it, I'm not growing it. Like I grow vegetables all around my house and in the front yard, uh, much mm-hmm. to my neighbor's. <laughs> Most my, my <laughs> you know like I just give them vegetables and they don't say anything to me but um so well that that's a passion of mine and then also my other passion is just to um encourage other people to live their best life that's my other passion you know everything I do is just to encourage people to like, like I try to lead by example you know mm-hmm. I I try to live my life in a way that I would want other people to treat me. In other words, I try to, like I did a no gossip challenge last year Mm -hmm. where I challenged people for 10 days not to talk about other people, and you would be surprised at how hard that was for some people. Oh, I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, just try to give back, you know, give back to the earth through my gardening and then give back to other people um, by uh, being positive and empowering them and encouraging them uh, by living my best life, a happy life, uh, uh, as well as a positive
2: life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow! Mm. So, so do you have anything to add to our topic tonight? You know, our topic is pushing past the obstacles. And some obstacles have been thrown in your in your way. Uh, just can you just briefly give us how, your take on pushing past those obstacles? Um.
7: Always with an example of my life. I grew up in a small town in Indiana without a father, um, the daughter of a 16-year-old single mother. I wasn't supposed to have anything of what I have right now. I wasn't supposed Mm. to have a stable home. I wasn't supposed to have a wonderful man that adores me. I wasn't supposed to have, you know, uh, successful children. I wasn't supposed to have any of that. My obstacles had mm-hmm. started, you know, way before I started blogging. I've had murders mm-hmm. in my, my father was murdered. My brother was murdered. People don't know the half, but through all of mm. that, I still can out of it with a smile on my face. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's pretty much what my message is, is that, you know, dig into my life, go look at my blog and read about my real life. You know, you see mm-hmm. me all the time smiling and having fun. I smile and have fun because I've experienced so much pain. There's nothing else for me to do but smile and have a good time. So everything I do is is focused around that. Um, I I talk about wine a lot on my blog. I like to drink wine, so I make sure that I take a trip out to the winery at least twice a month, and I take my audience Mm -hmm. with me so they can watch me enjoying myself and and then maybe help them enjoy themselves or brighten their day up. You know, I have a product Mm -hmm. line. Um, I have a a natural skin and hair care product called Susta Butter, which was developed as a result of a condition uh, that I was trying to help my daughter out with, and I make that, and I spread love that way. You know, I help people with their skin issues. Um, Everything I do, everything I touch is coming from a positive place in my heart that was developed through adversity, Instead mm-hmm. of building up a wall, wow. to, instead of building up a wall to block myself and shield myself from life, I chose to open the door up and experience life and live my best life regardless. And that's just what I do, and that's what I hope people can receive, you know, from my blog and from everything that I um, try to put out in the universe. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, this is Tony, um, Sister Chick, and, and I'm sure myself as well as our listening audience, I'm receiving it through your voice. You know, we hear the passion behind what it is that you do, and that's pretty much why Alicia and I have this platform to get to know the passion behind our guests and why they do it. And your passion comes through loud and clear, and we are so happy that you're sharing it with us and you are overcoming because there's there's nowhere to go but up. And, and we are glad that you're on your way and on, on constantly going up and constantly keeping a smile on your face as well as those that you come into contact with. So we thank you for that. And and your fun question that I'm going to wrap up with you is going to have to be about a vegetable. <laughs> I wonder where I got that idea. <laughs> you know, the garden that you grow, you know, I'm sure is rich with so much coming from such a, a rich soil. Now, if you were one of those vegetables, what would you be and why? <laughs> That's a good
7: question. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, if I was a vegetable, mm-hmm. I would definitely probably be, um, probably a cucumber. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. see, I'm yeah. not a cucumber. <laughs> <I'm> not.
2: <laughs> that's the last I'm thing like, I thought you would say.
7: <laughs> I mean, cause okay, like you know, understanding how plants grow, cucumbers is one of the uh, one of the vegetables that I always give to kids because they pop up okay. out of the ground so fast. So like you can plant mm-hmm. it, and like three days later something's coming up, right? And a cucumber wow. plant puts on a it puts on a really big show, and it produces a lot of fruit if you water it well and treat it well, and Oh. I think that that's me. So, you know, cucumbers like when you see them, they have big leaves and they look very, you know, um uh almost intimidating. But if you don't mm-hmm. treat those those flowers right, you're not gonna produce anything. Mm-hmm. It's a very delicate plant, but if you treat it right, it'll produce all the cucumbers you want. I think that's me. I think it I Ooh, think that's I me. Like that. the- I, like <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that. You just gave us a lesson on See, cucumbers. I so much about a cucumber just right now, because I always thought a cucumber was like celery. Where was Lucy? Okay, where, where do we get the nutrients in that? But she's just really, really broken down, and still right. away, cause I'm still away because I'm over here, here struggling with the two-potted plants I got, trying to keep them alive, and she got a whole garden. Well, I do. I also, I also she's struggling a... with the 2 plants. I am these poor little plants. I said I'm just trying not to kill them. I can help you with that. That's I'm gonna need a class. I'm gonna need. Yep, I'm gonna need that clasp because these little two potted plants. I'm trying to hold on to them for their lives, but they seem like they die every other day. I'm no, trying. to hold on <laughs> to them. I'm
7: gonna help. I'm gonna help your plants.
3: I'm gonna help your plants, not <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling
2: with Yeah, the neighbors <laughs> the neighbors came and both of them gave me potted plants and so now I'm like, Oh wow, you know, somebody gave it to me. It's not like I went out and bought it myself. So you know if you would give you stuff. You're like, I can't be killing these things. I've got to take care of these things. <laughs> they got to see bloom and leaves and and buds every time they pass the house. <laughs> oh, you want them to see it when they come back to visit. <laughs> yep. Whenever they come by, they're going to be like, Oh, you taking good care of them plants. Yes, I am. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, Sister Chick, she's going to help your plants out, not you, Lisa, your plants. <laughs>
7: I'm gonna help the plants out. <laughs> well, I, somebody gotta save them. Yeah,
2: yeah, they need it. <laughs> yes, they need it. They oh, need it. Goodness. We appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the <laughs> chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media handles and any events that you have coming up. Okay, um,
7: you can find me online as um, at the sister chick, and that's spelled the sister s i s t a h chick. That's my name across all social networks. That includes Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, um, LinkedIn, everywhere. As the Sister Chick, um, you can check out my blog, which is thesistercafe.com. Again, sister is spelled S-I-S-T-A-H. Cafe.com. I have a st- online store that we sell um, wine inspired drinkware and apparel, which is thesistercafe.biz. You can check that oh. out there. That's also where I uh-huh. sell my product, which is Sister Butter, S-I-S-T-A-H, Butter, my all-natural um, shea butter blend. Um, you can find me uh-huh. in Atlanta. My next couple events are um, this weekend. I'll be participating in the uh, the TCF Style Expo, which is the Curvy Fashionista uh-huh. Style Expo, which is a, a plus-size uh, conference and event that's going on this weekend, mm-hmm. and then I'll be covering uh, Black Restaurant Week uh, from July 31st to August the 13th, so if you stay tuned to my social media channels, you'll find out where I'll uh, be featuring some of Atlanta's top African-American-owned and operated restaurants. So oh, nice. that's what I got coming up for pretty much uh, through August, and I'm a Leo. My birthday is coming up as well. So that's Awesome. <laughs>
2: Well, happy birthday from the ladies. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. And we, we so appreciate you. know, you are, yes. Mm-hmm. You got to bring us some cucumbers when you come back next time. See now. You got me all <laughs> excited about cucumbers and keeping these flowers. I'm going to get these flowers right just because I'm like, you know, Sister Chick, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. I'm going to get it together, though. <laughs>
3: I'm, a, I'm But we do you appreciate
2: do
3: you. I am. I <laughs> promise.
2: I'm gonna get it together. I don't know how you' able to plant anything in all this clay. <laughs> well, see, that's why you got to
7: go visit. That's why you got to visit my website because I grow all my plants in containers.
2: Oh, there you go, Lee. Oh, that's the, that's the ticket. That's the secret. Yep, <laughs> yep that's it. See, you, you learn, learn every day. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much. <laughs> hey, uh, yes, thank you we guys appreciate for having, you.
7: Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. I've been listening to the whole entire show. You guys are doing a great job, oh, and uh, I just appreciate you. you inviting
2: me to come
7: come out and talk to uh, everybody this evening. So thank you.
2: Thank you. We appreciate you, Sister Chick.
3: <laughs>
2: and you are Absolutely. always welcome back anytime. Okay. Well, Absolutely. you guys have a great evening. Okay, you too. And we yes, appreciate thanks. you for listening to the whole show. Well, we have no, we not done yet.
7: <laughs> I'm gonna keep listening. I'm keep I'm still on okay. here. I'm gonna keep listening. I'll chime in whenever you ask me to. Okay. Now you may want <laughs> to chime right. in because
2: up next is Peter Mack, and he come up in here shaking everything up.
7: <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it.
2: <laughs> okay. Have a great <laughs> night. <laughs> All right, YouTube. Absolutely, I love it. Yes, we got I the. We have that, the fabulous. If you guys are just tuning into last chat, we have had really an awesome, awesome night tonight. I, it, make sure you go back and hit our archives if you miss any interviews. You can hit our archives here on BlogTalk.com as well as on iTunes. We have our next guest. He's always here. This is his home. He got a special seat. He got his own key. He got his own water in the refrigerator <laughs> The fabulous author and publisher Peter Mack <laughs> Hey
3: Peter Hey how
2: Peter
1: doing, Lisa? <laughs> Hi Lisa, hi Trina, how you doing? You so funny I am mean, chuckling <laughs>
2: <laughs> You do, you got your own key You got your own chair You got water in the refrigerator With your name on it <laughs>
1: Man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to leave some fig newtons and cranberry juice just before I'm gonna be there that much.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Well don't leave that 'cause we gonna eat that. We like fig newtons and cranberry juice here on Less Chat. Well
1: I'm i it up leave everybody that in the
2: refrigerator.
1: If you eat all <laughs> Absolutely. the <figs>, Absolutely, <laughs> we I'm love leave. it. Yeah. Well if you eat all the figs I'm gonna leave, you're not gonna be able to make it to work the next day. Uh oh. everybody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: absolutely we love it when you come on the show peter you have a new book out brenda barely legal tell everybody a little bit about what your pen is bringing in this current book
1: wow um brenda was really really fun to write um it reminded me of writing uh ayana um she's a young girl 18 years old and uh what i loved about writing brenda is i was able to put a lot of funny characters in there um People tend to like the humor, so uh, she's a young girl just in this grown person's world, dealing with this ex-con who's forty years old, and dealing with grown strippers and a, and a and a and a pimp who who sees her as an opportunity to get back into the game. So she has to use all of her wits. So uh, it was fun writing about Brenda. Um,
2: wow. just for the record, just for the record, Peter, you know I started your book in the middle of editing, so um. I was up late trying to finish my editing because I got into Brenda, and I did finish it a couple of days ago. And I just want to say, why you always got me looking for more pages at the back of your book?
1: (laughs) I know, right? Like, where is she going with the money? I
2: know he didn't leave me hanging like this. Now, I want to know what happened you, you know, Peter, he did his classic Mac move. I'm up to. I know this is not the end of this book. There's more <laughs> to be told.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Somebody said that about Ayana. They was like, I wanted to spend more time with the good guys. I mean, it just happened so quick. But like I say, I mean, you can't know. Like, there's another book. You can't know everything that goes on. These people's lives are least.
2: You, you know I'm sitting here for know. another Mac book.
1: <laughs> Look. I get bored with long endings, you know, in those long serenades. I can hear the violin playing. And I just want the sun mm. to go down and the state <laughs> cut, you
3: know,
2: mm. like literally. Mm. But, you know, Peter, for the record, you say mm. long, but, but it doesn't seem that long. Because if you're reading that book and you're constantly turning that next page, it doesn't seem right. that I read as many pages in that book as, as there are. That's how yeah, fast-paced is- the story is.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, I ran into a guy the other day. I, he's reading uh, Death of a Snitch, and that thing is like 350 pages. And I gave it to him the day before. And I didn't say, "You," I said, "Um, you didn't think it was too long?" He's like, "Nah, man, I only got like 20 pages left." <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's mm-hmm, it kind of sad. That's a good. That's a good
2: thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But, but and you you know, it does kind of, kind of, it book book does
2: kind of remind is. me it is Leisha. and I was like what do I read now? But, you know, it 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 did kind of remind me of Ayana, you know, just right. just the way the characters were and uh, I I love the characters. You know, now I got to go read everything on Stone because he became my new book boo. You know, we well, always right, need to get right. a new book boo. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's funny cuz um, you know, a lot of the characters, you know, a lot of the characters are real like um, Desi. Is based on someone that I know, and uh, you know she's a larger than life character. You know, very spontaneous, put, and, and we'll, you know she's. That's putting she it, say, did she put it tell me about Debbie? <laughs> that's
2: putting it lightly, <laughs> Miss Debbie. She's a she's a special one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: See, I'm about to tell y'all right now. All those that know Peter Mac, he over here spilling tea, y'all. So how many calls did you get about this book? You know you done got some calls. Like, you know, uh, page 87 is familiar.
1: <laughs> well, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, luckily um, people respect the way, like, if they see themselves in a book, they respect it and they're happy that they're in there. And, you know, ain't nothing off. They're like, man, how did you get me so, so easy? How did you get me so thoroughly? You know, it's just really mm-hmm. just paying attention because you can't really fake the real. You know, you spend some time okay, around right. these colorful characters. Yeah, you you got couple you got a Debbie in your family, you know you got a grandma from Licks in your family, Grandma Ruby in your family. Will just say anything mm-hmm. and we'll catch you know hit you with the switch at any moment without you even knowing it. And uh,
2: mm-hmm. so you
1: know the, the real character. First they gonna make
2: yeah. you, the First thing gonna make you go out there and get it.
1: <laughs> uh my mom did that to me. She made me go get the
2: switches.
5: You <laughs> know you right. bet not
1: get yeah you bet not get the little one either.
2: Exactly. <laughs> they
1: can go out and get an even bigger one. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get Absolutely. the biggest, biggest if you one. you
2: go get the little one, all they going to do is make you go get another one and tie them together.
1: I call, I call
2: myself. You know, yeah, I y'all call. know y'all remember how they used to braid them together. Ouch. <laughs> so they could get you good.
1: <laughs> I call myself being funny one day, and I went and got the biggest, biggest branch because I said, if you're going to whoop me, I'm going to make you whoop me with this one and feel sorry for it. And she whooped Ooh. me with that thing. She Ouch. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was super big. It was super big.
2: I bet you didn't but do that was, again. <laughs>
1: um, I didn't get I didn't get whoopings that often. Like my mom used would whoop me maybe once a year and she would remember all the stuff I did throughout the whole year and it'd be a good whooping too. Um, oh. but the last whoop yeah. Yeah,
3: the,
1: yeah, the last whooping I got I was probably like twelve years old and after that, you know, all she had to do was push her push knuckles up under my chin one good time and ask me if I wanted to fight and that was our last confrontation
2: really I yeah, think I, maybe I, I have if I had a whooping if I, in my life I may have had one
1: right really well girls <laughs> really? girl, you got, you had to been bad I can't
2: even remember if I had, bad if bad I had, had one see? <laughs> but you know in the, in the south all the parents have to your mom had to do was just give you a look
0: Y'all right. know, though,
2: that yeah. look your mama give you. You better just straighten uh-huh.
1: up. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. She clenched them lips real tight. Get
2: back. you together real quick. <laughs> we'll get you together real quick.
3: <laughs> now,
2: Peter, our topic mm-hmm. today is pushing past the obstacles. And you, you uh, always talk about being an author behind the wall and how you, you daily are pushing past those obstacles. Can you talk a little right. bit about that with these listeners today?
1: Oh, man. You know, people, you know, dang. it just was not hard. I didn't see it as an obstacle at all. I saw it as an opportunity. Um, like I said, like, you know, my first book I wrote um, in administrative segregation with the not even a real pen, but the barrel of a pen. And I sold my my coffee and, you know, what they gave us for free, my cookies and my Kool-Aid. I sold it for more paper. And I wrote that stuff out, like, in the middle of the night. You know, they didn't give you nothing but drawers on and some paper sandals. And I wrote it, my first Mm -hmm. book. So I didn't look at it as an obstacle. I just look at if if there's something that you want to do, um, don't – I just don't look at it. I'm so far away from looking at anything as an obstacle. I don't even know how to identify that. You know, I don't even know how to explain mm-hmm. or tell people how to get around it except to when you visualize what you want to do with your life, all you see is the path to do it. And if, and if you reach a no or what you might call an obstacle, there is always a way to get it done. There's always a way. You just have to be persistent, and you have to be knowledgeable about how to get it done. There's always a way. So,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I
1: could name a million obstacles that I might have had to go over that I have, I have gone over. But I think it just comes back to belief in yourself and just really just manifesting, um what's what's inside of you. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's more than just going from A to B to C. It's got to be in you. You, you got to. You, I can't explain it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Now, Peter, do I you think those no, but I you win over? there you make you, you strong? Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah, they
1: that make that's you That's right. What, and what you say now? The passion and the,
2: and the and the what? He said it all you me? makes you stronger. And I said that's that oh, passion. Yeah. You know, when you have yeah. passion oh, for yeah. something and it just kind of burns, sometimes when it sits there, you know, we talked <clears> about <throat> sometimes the obstacle is yourself. And sometimes right. when you got that passion right. burning, it's kind of like right. a stop sign. Everybody right. most of the time agrees to stop at the stop sign, but you have some that don't stop. Um right, but sometimes right. you got that passion burning where you know you should be doing this but you're not doing right. it for whatever reason. Right.
3: Um right, and a right. lot of
2: times when you start doing it it you are in your own world, you are in your own yeah. lane. Right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah, I guess you know what? She explained it perfectly. Um, you know, uh th- I just had so many stories to tell and um once I started telling them because I wasn't actually Living, I was living Vicariously through my my characters It's the perfect world in my books All the women are, you know Well, not all the women, but what I was able to shoot What I was able to show and, and, and Am able to show is life Like as I, as, as I Would want to see it, as I would like it to be And, you know, just kind of like And also giving out a lesson at the same Time on addressing The things that might keep us back from doing What we really want to do, I think that's the common thread With all my books is achieving what you want to achieve by any means necessary. If I can if I can steal that quote.
2: Mhm.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
2: Now you broke some bad news to me <laughs> that you have one more book coming out and this will be your last book. Tell us about the new you have coming. Well Yeah I, I told I it last book. <laughs> I was still
0: seeing
2: well hold hold well, up. Let's <laughs> backtrack. I know you didn't say last book leash. Now well, y'all know how I feel about a Mac. This is what he told me. That's just going about what know. he told me.
3: <laughs>
1: I know things have changed. I don't know things have changed. I was going to write Ayana, and I was probably going to take me to the end of the year, and that probably mm-hmm. would have been the last book. Um, I mean, in in prison, I should say. But I oh, have some books okay. that I've I, right. I have some books that I've already written, and I thought it might be a. And to be honest with you. Um, my thumbs hurt writing on this phone. You know I write on my phone, right? Well, on a, on mm-hmm.
2: your cell phone? Your whole book?
1: Yeah, I write yeah, I write on my whole book my book is on my cell phone. So, um, after I finished Ayana, um, you know, I just wanted to take a little break. I didn't want my thumbs to like get jacked up. So I decided I'm just that. yeah, I'm just I'm just admitting <laughs> this to y'all. Uh, I ain't told nobody this. But um so I just will be talking nobody.
2: We'll be, be y'all. We'll uh, uh-uh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just us. Nobody to talk about in this <laughs> chat room. Yeah, <laughs> so, all so, 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 so,
1: right. So the next book. So the next book that's coming out is called Apple Bottoms and Cream. And the reason why I want to put out Apple Bottoms and Cream is because it features Dimp and Dip was in Brenda. So this is his story, and I thought it'd be a great follow up.
2: I wanna know more about Where that. Are you now, this, this mm-hmm. title? I was
1: well, just about Apple to Bottoms. ask that same question. <laughs> well, Apple Bottoms is, is club. You know, <laughs> Apple Bottoms is the club, you know Apple Bottoms is the club, you know, at Apple Bottoms Gentlemen's Club, that was in Brenda, right? Mhm. And and cream is obviously um it has a dual it has a dual meaning. It is the cream, it is the money, but also Demp is seduced by a Russian girl. And her her skin is described as creamy, so it's apple bottoms and cream and it's seduction of damp. So uh, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a nice release.
2: Now I'm glad you said that because I wanted to know the story between him and this Russian because you touched on it and Brenda, you know. And I'm right. like, okay, that, did I miss something that, that, that I, I don't know that? No, you story. thinking
1: though, Are you thinking about Stone and Russia?
2: No, not Stone. I'm talking oh, about you, talking about you did I mention it? You you mentioned it. Oh I yeah. Up. Right. No, I don't 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 be trying right. to pull a fast one. I, I, I know, know I know you.
0: <laughs> <I>, you know <laughs> no, I'll be
2: paying attention, and I also just for the record, I noticed a, a, your style of writing in this one, Peter. Um, I, I noticed those things. I pick up with those little things like your quotes and your single <laughs> quotes, and your, so I pick those things up. But I Check wanted to out. know the story. Yeah, you didn't think well, anybody noticed that, right? You well, don't you don't do the traditional quote double quotes around people talking. You do the single quotes, and uh, right, well, that's a whole right. different type of that's a whole nother show. But <laughs> yeah, that's
1: somebody for some that's just something else somebody can complain about. He
2: don't use double quotes. Oh Lord, he ain't doing <laughs> it right.
1: <laughs>
2: See, I, I pick Wait. up on those things.
1: <laughs> right, right, right Yeah, I just try to be fresh and new I mean, as long as it's consistent and as long as it's legal You know, it's people who don't know no better that'll say it, You know, because they haven't seen it, they think it's wrong And, I'm, uh-huh. I, you know, not only do I come to, you know, tell these stories that are familiar to everybody But I also come to introduce people to what I've seen in my journey of mm-hmm. reading Because I read a lot, and I read a lot of varied authors So I, it's my way of kind of bringing it back home Like, look what I saw, y'all You can do it like mm-hmm. this, you know Mm-hmm. So so that, that's kind of my point.
2: <clears throat> mm. Okay. Well, you, were, were, how, how long, how much longer do we have to wait for this apple bottoms and cream?
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think I'm going to put that <laughs> out. My birthday is in October, so that will be coming out like October 1st, something like that around there. And uh, it's going to be sweet. So, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, it's, it's fun to Well, I heard him say
2: some things have changed, so it's got to be another book coming with that. What else you got cooking? I know you got something cooking in your creative kitchen. <laughs>
1: Well, you know we got. Yeah, you, know you come on here. Got, you
2: gotta spill
1: it. I know we got apple pie and cream. you got to
2: spill
1: the tea. And then we got the bricks. This is the bricks feature stash on black from Licks, and these are books that I've written years ago. And so what's mm-hmm. cool about it is it was just raw storytelling, and the mm-hmm. benefit is I get to go back over these stories with everything that I've learned since then. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like when I Absolutely. started writing, I wasn't. Yeah, when I started writing, I wasn't even putting a comma after the dialogue. I was putting a period followed by a capital letter, and you know that's wrong.
2: Oh yeah, on so many levels.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So so, you're right. So these are all types of manuscripts that I'm getting transcribed into Word, and I get to go over them, and I get to implement everything that I've learned. So now we're putting, you know, we're cutting the the fat off the steak, and uh, this is the raw storytelling. This is the beginning of. Everything that you've read, these are like the foundation novels, I like to call them. Mm-hmm. This is when Apple Bottom Gentleman Club just got built, and this is when mm-hmm. everybody's just getting rich.
2: Mm. Now, Peter, um, I, I, do you have somewhere where you have the order of the books that you've written that, that readers should, should follow? Yeah. Just on so they website. can be familiar with it, like from yeah. start to finish.
1: Oh, Yeah, on my website, you have the date of their release underneath underneath each picture, underneath each link.
2: Okay. Now, is that the same as the order that it, even though it's oh, they the date were of release, the release, that oh, is the wow. date of the flow of the story. You see what I'm saying?
1: Oh, no, yeah. That's kind of intricate right there. Um okay. I, I'm going to have to make a notation of that, huh? Like, Because, see, some, in some ways, some of the books are out of sync and out of order, and right. they're across are cross cross characters who appear in different series. Right. So I don't know how much it would help to even say which was written first and which should go first. Okay, uh, I see. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Though. I see that's a good point.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one other point, you know the 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 you know, Tedi and I can just go on and on, so you just cut a sister off when you when you're ready. <laughs> but um how do you pronounce the 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 secret club? For those that are not familiar with a Peter Mac book, you know, you gotta read it Brew. because I love the is it called Brew A Bra?
1: Brew Capo. It's called
2: Brew.
1: And I'm I'm glad you bring that up because the Brew family, these books, the, the Apple Bottoms, uh, and Cream, it goes to the foundation mm-hmm. of the Brew family. And it features Milo who appeared he was my first ever book, my first ever character, and it gives you Ooh, like the history Milo. of Yeah. You like Milo. I didn't even know you knew Milo. So, like, Oh, I, you, know, you
2: know. I know all about Milo. Well, I know Milo. You know, I know made, a little bit about Milo. <laughs> yeah.
1: He, yeah. <laughs> Listen <laughs> at her Alicia. See, I keep paying attention. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know when he laughs, though, he sounds like Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. He got the <laughs> Eddie Murphy laugh. It just
1: drives me crazy. <laughs> 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 all right, see, <so> now you're <laughs> making yourself conscious.
2: So listen <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ain't nothing wrong with Eddie Murphy's last laugh, nah. <laughs>
1: Um. So, uh, yeah
2: You got Whatever, them all was... confused, Leisha. Yeah. <laughs> I got them all so tired. Ain't nothing <laughs> like it <laughs> No, but that's the best thing If you haven't picked up a Peter Mac book That's the best thing right. I think I enjoy about his books Is his ability to have series but they are standalones at the same time. You know, right, sometimes right. people can't take a lot of skill to be able to have a book that is part of the series but can stand by itself at the same time and when you read it you're still in the loop of the series. How right, right. was it trying to for you kinda make it and get everything just right so that you have the ability for it to all still flow?
1: I don't know. Um, The hardest book for me to write is something like Filthy or Affiliated, where it's just one person, Um, and the story just goes, that's like the hardest for me to write. So the easiest book for me to write is one that has two or three characters that I can loop loop their stories together. Um, because that's how life really is. I mean, when you're at a function, you just left the Atlanta Book Fest. Wouldn't it be nice to know what happened to the guy that you hugged that you just went live with? You know what I mean? So that's, what I, that's mm. how I write. Like, let's follow his story, because there was a connection the there.
2: parallel stories. That, that, exactly. That mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, mm. exactly. Um, you know, and this guy that you just went live with at the Book Fest, we didn't know that he was your secret lover until the end of the book. Oh. When you got murdered by your husband, who you didn't know knew that he was your secret lover. See, these are the parallel Ooh. stories. This is how I bring, this is how I bring them all together. So go
2: another and because,
1: story. I know,
2: right? And it was <laughs> based right. on on a on a show called Let's Chat with two fabulous right. calls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, so so I just have to I write that way to keep my own attention. And that's, mm. that's what it was born from. I had to keep my own mm. attention, and everybody else had a story to tell. And I was just interested in what their story was and how it could relate to a, a, a universal story that involved everybody.
2: Mm. All right now, Mr. Peter Mack, because I'm yeah. still interested in, like Alicia asked earlier, how you come up with these titles, because, you know, you know, oh. we we book bougie here on Let's Chat, and sometimes right. that title and that cover are the first thing that grab our eyes and, and – your titles are eye grabbing and how do you come up with these titles? Well I mean, I mean does it Brenda's, you take a piece of their story?
1: Yeah, I mean Brenda's easy enough, right? Ayana's sure. easy. But the enough. whole
2: story wasn't about Brenda though. You had so right. many other key components that could have been the title and I o and right. I and and when you think when you say the story is Brenda, you think she would have uh this huge and overpowering role when right. she doesn't. She has keep She has key appearances. She has key roles and being the the crux of everything that's happened, but it's not overwhelming. Does that make sense?
1: Right. Of course it does. Of course it does. I mean, you know, I hate these long titles. Uh, Brenda, Nutcracker, and the other girl around the hall, they had a drink that night, you know, by Peter Mac. You feel me? (laughs) 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 So, you know, um, I I think less is more. Less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and um and I think that people know my writing enough now to where I can just say one thing and you already know that it's gonna involve some more people from the other models. Right. And that's what Right. and you yeah.
2: make and you make us want more. Like you got me sitting here wondering when when the next Peter Mac book is gonna is gonna come out. But Peter, you know we always enjoy you and we're about to be cut off. By Mr. Blog Talk, but you know we asked okay. a great. I don't know if you heard our last question with our with our Sister Chick. She we asked her a fun question. She just blew me and out out the chat room about um, cucumbers. Now I'll never look at a cucumber uh, the same again. <laughs> right. But but your fun question before we leave, wrap up here in the chat room is on the same on the same note that if you were a piece of Andy, what would you be and why?
1: Well, I like to be sucked on, so I'll be caramel. That's taking me.
2: Oh. See, now y'all got me looking at cucumbers differently. (laughs) You got me looking at caramel differently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So he will be a, a caramel and, and uh, there's so many proponents to a caramel,
1: Uh-huh.
2: and I guess that you know, would apply remember, to – all of them would apply to you.
1: Well, you know those – you remember those little caramels that you get from the market? They were wrapped in that clear cellophane, and you had to weigh them. You put them in your plastic bag. They had the dark ones, the light ones, and the one with chopped nuts in them. Remember those?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Did not you, like a Werther's You're not talking
1: about nah, a Werther's they, caramel yeah, nah, nah, You're talking nah, about the original caramel The originals, yeah. Did you get them? I don't even know if they still have them at the market But my, I used to get them when I was little They were in the fruit and candy section okay. and you The and only ones I bag. remember
2: They were in the square And they were like milk chocolate
1: Right, right. It may
2: be something well, different are. on the west coast. See, I'm on the we're on the east coast, west coast. So it may be a little something different, but in the same neighborhood.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm. Not, I, I'd rather be. I'd like to be a, a caramel, and you know, she, okay, what's got the part B to that question? I mean, if I who? I mean, isn't there part B? Like, if you're gonna be a cucumber or a, a caramel, don't you bring somebody with you to to to? to, to, to I mean. What use to be in the caramel? If ain't nobody gonna be doing the, yeah, enjoying the caramel, or the cute. But well, <laughs> see, there was a part.
0: There was myself? a part
2: of 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 the cute by yourself, of the cucumber. And she broke it down the reason why, and I think it was pretty mm-hmm. powerful. And uh, well, I guess you're gonna you have, you have
1: to check out the else, huh? right, you, you don't you need, need nobody else. You're gonna have to check else, out too. those
2: archives, Mr.
1: Well, Peter I Mac.
0: Can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't want no parts of no cucumbers
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well we think You know we always enjoy When you come into the chat room And for mm-hmm. those that may just be tuning in And uh, we may, I know we're out of time But give a shout out to your social media handles As well as oh, Where your books can be purchased And where we can expect the next Peter Mac book Not soon enough well, for me
1: Look, we're going to uh, Apple Bottoms and Green be out in October, and you can find me at PeterMacPresents.com. And we interviews, reviews, new links, new apparel, tank tops, hoodies, uh, everything is going down, all the social media links at PeterMacPresents.com. Join the VIP list, receive free shirts, free books, and, uh, you know, we'll see you in a minute. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, Trina.
2: You're so welcome, and there you have it. Anything you want to know about Peter Mac, just head on over to petermacpresents.com, and you can make sure you follow my posts as well as Leisha's. You know, we're always posting what's going on in Peter Mac's world, and uh, we're just happy to be a part of it. So, Peter, you know, we appreciate you for everything you do for literature, for life, for everyone. And you know, this is like Leisha said, your your home. You know, you have your own cities in in the fridge with your name on it but
1: yeah. those things, may not that. last the night <laughs> Look, I appreciate Leisha and you, I appreciate you guys going live at the Book Fest, I felt like I was there and thanks to Monica, <laughs> that was a really, really nice event
2: It was great, it really was, it was I'm still cool. feeling from all that they did They did a fantastic job Peter, and I hope one day you cool. get to experience that
1: I'll be there, I'll be there That was super mm-hmm. cool
2: It was for we're sure. not going to hold you much longer, Mr. Caramel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all be
2: easy. Wants-
1: Have a safe
2: one. <laughs> thanks so much. And I know we were running a little behind, and we apologize for that, but thanks for hanging there when they there with us, Peter.
1: Yeah, y'all long-term. I can't cut y'all. Y'all
2: long-term,
1: and, you know, it's a commitment. I, I can't get mad because y'all didn't eat all. Of, you know, <laughs> it's a commitment. <laughs>
2: Well, you have a great evening. Until next time, but don't, I'll get my reviews over to you as soon as it gets formulated in my head.
1: For sure, for sure. By Lisa, by Trina. Y'all have a good night.
2: Okay, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. We want to thank everybody for joining us tonight here on Let's Chat. The ladies of Let's Chat, um, so appreciate everyone that has tuned in whether by phone or by computer. And if you missed any part of the show, no worries. As Lisa loved to say, you just head on over to um, our archives, and you can get it on any podcast. We had a fantastic show tonight with NBA retired player Thea Ratliff. He's a motivational speaker as well. He's doing some great things for the young, as well as our senior citizens. We had the beautiful – Vlogger so sister chick, make sure you head on over and check that archive with her interview. I just loved her energy and everything she brought to the table, including those cucumbers. And we rounded out with the one and only Peter Mac, as only Peter Mac can round it out and do. So check up our archives. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks again for tuning in to Let's Chat. Everyone have a great evening. Good night.